welcome to Comic Book Lessons. I'm your resident comic book nerd, Beth. And today's lesson is going to be on another Wonder Girl. I did Donna Troy in my last episode. And today's episode is going to be on the second Wonder Girl, Cassie Sandsmark. Now you're probably wondering, Beth, why are you doing two Wonder Girl? Why are you doing the two Wonder Girls? Well, it's my decision, and if I want to, I can. Anyways, um, so Cassie, she is most known for being the second Wonder Girl. She is a superheroine within DC, and she was created by John Byrne, and she would first appear in Wonder Woman Volume 2, Issue 105 in January of 1996. Now, as the second Wonder Girl, she's been a sidekick of Wonder Woman and she has been featured as a member of the Teen Titans. Now, going, we're going to go into a bit of her history before we go into, well, her main history. Well, not main history, but, you know. So, when she was first introduced... She was the daughter of an archaeologist by the name of Dr. Helena Sandsmark, who was a good friend of Wonder Woman's. And to help Wonder Woman during an adventure, she borrowed magical artifacts, which bestowed upon Cassie superpowers. And she would fight crime as Wonder Girl. However, after later on Zeus who was king of the gods would grant her real powers and later revelations would actually tell us that she was a demigoddess and the natural daughter of Zeus and Dr. Sandsmark but that would all change in the new 52 and all that but that's everything basically um for now now going into her publication history a bit she was initially a introduced as a supporting cast member of the woman the woman comics and she would part appear in an ensemble in young justice and teen titans she would have supporting roles in 52 wonder supergirl and the relaunch in 2006 of the wonder woman series and she'd be part of the series called wonder girl champion pardon me that was written by Jay Torres and illustrated by Sanford Green and Nathan Massengill. Anyways, so going into her character history, um, she was technically the second character to be named Wonder Girl. The first being Donna Troy, but if you class Wonder Woman as being Wonder Girl in your head canon, she's technically the third. And as I mentioned, she is the daughter of Helena Sandsmark, who was an archaeologist and the great god known as Zeus. Now, during a fight with a doomsday clone, at this time she's apparently the daughter of Zeus, anyways, she would create a costume and use magical accoutrements, so in other words, the sandals are... Hermes and the Gauntlet of Atlas, Atlas to help Wonder Woman, much to her mother's horror, because her mother was not happy about this. Well, I mean, would you if your child was willingly putting themselves in danger? Anyways, so Cassie, I'm going to call her Cassie from now on because Cassandra, I think she gets called when she's in trouble, but her full name is Cassandra, but most people call her Cassie. She would later have the opportunity to ask Zeus for a boon and request for superpowers. And she Zeus would grant her request. However, she would give her mother the ability to deactivate him with the simple touch of her hand upon Cassie. Um, but Dr. Zanzmark, mummy dearest, was reluctantly accepted her daughter's wish to be a superhero and rarely... And, and, and rarely, if ever, uses this ability to take away the power. Now, going into her Young Justice days, she's not a founding member of Young Justice. She comes in a little bit later on because it's a sausage fest. It's all boys that founded it. Cassie does not come in until, I believe, issue 
near the beginning, you know, near the beginning of, the, you know, near the start of when it was founded. So she is considered a big member of Young Justice. Uh, anyways, so Cassie idolised, uh, really idolised Donna Troy, who was the original Wonder Girl, or the second, it, depending on which head canon you accept. And so at first, she would wear a blo- black wig, so she didn't show her blonde hair, but it also helped to conceal her identity. And Donna would give Cassie the second costume she wore as Wonder Girl, but Cassie was afraid to wear it, lest it was ruined. And she would be trained by Artemis, who was the former stand-in for Wonder Woman. And she would... So, as Wonder Girl, she would join Young Justice because of her crush that she had on Connell Superboy. Because it was Connell at the time that was Superboy. And she would become close friends with Arrowette. Arrowette, if you don't know, is Sissy King Jones, who's kind of stepped away from superheroics since these since her days in Young Justice and everything. Anyways. At Secret and Empress and during her time with this group the Dark God not Lord, oh God that just sounds dodgy by the name of Oblivion would cause Wonder Woman's Wonder Dome Palace to destroy Gateway City Artemis would order Cassie to help with crowd control instead of wasting time putting on her Wonder Girl disguise and agreeing with this she would reveal her secret identity before news cameras for the first time in her superhero career. And towards the end of the series of Young Justice, she would become the leader of the team for, after beating Robin during an election for command due to her inner team tension following the recent uh, revelation of Batman's security protocols against the rest of the justice league in other words he was not popular and they thought tim might have something to do with it so young justice were uncomfortable with the idea that robin might have had similar plans for them and her secret identity would once again be publicly revealed when the second silver swan would attack at her high school cassie 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 we need to have a talk what are you doing? Like, seriously, what are you doing? <sighs> Woman. Cassie, you're making me need a holiday. Anyway. So, Young Justice, as I mentioned in the Donna Troy episode. Cassie's not as big a role as Donna Troy in Graduation Day, which was a crossover with the Titans. She And during these events... Opitron would offer to fund both the teams, but Donna would seemingly be killed by a rogue Superman android, which would leave Cassie shaken and causing both the teams to disband. Now, going into her time as the t- with the Teen Titans here, she would join some of the former members of Young Justice in this newest version of the Teen Titans and she would early on she was gifted with a lasso by Ares Ares we all know is a giant dickhead nobody likes Ares <laughs> who is the who was the god of war and a frequent enemy of Wonder Woman and the Amazons now despite appearing similar to Wonder Woman's lasso Cassie's expels Zeus's lightning when used in anger. And over the course of the series, Ares would often appear to Wonder Girl to warn her about the coming war. Which is basically infinite crisis, in other words, anyways. So, during her time with the Titans, she would also develop a relationship with Superboy, who she also had harboured feelings for before and throughout Young Justice. Because Cassie is a sad, sappy teenager. <laughs> Just don't tell Wonder Woman that. She might kick my ass. <laughs> Anyways. um, So in Titans Tomorrow, they would be thrown 10 years into the future where they would encounter future versions of themselves. And in this future, Cassie had become Wonder Woman after Diana was killed during the crisis. And she was also referred to as Ares' champion and was in a happy relationship with Connell, Superboy, but it was not revealed whether they were married or just dating. 
But it was also during this time she would be revealed to be Zeus's daughter, which in fact both Zeus and her mother kept from her for most of her life. What a bitch. First they try and restrict her powers and not allow to have them. Then she they're like, oh, by the way, the guy you asked for powers, yeah, that's your daddy. No, 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 that's just messed up. Personally, I think that's just weird. That's just crazy. Why? Anyways. <laughs> so Cassie was originally told by her mom that she her biological dad had died. And Wonder Woman knew about Cassie's link to Zeus, but she tries to hide this from Cassie as well because Cassie's mom said. And in the Outsiders, she would be beaten by Superboy as a result of his possession by Lex Luthor. Although she would recover, Superboy would seclude himself at the Kemp farm in Smallville, and then they seemed to have a strange relationship until the re- events that would happen in Infinite Crisis. Now, when these, when the Teen Titans and the Outsiders learnt that Donna was still alive in The Return of Donna Troy, which I recommended in my Donna Troy episode, go read that if you want to, to understand what, what's going on with her coming back to life. Anyways, Cassie was among the heroes that would travel to the planet of Minosis that were to reunite with her. And having had more false memories implanted by the Titans of Myth, Donna would just beat Cassie until Cassie was able to restore her real memories. This It's messed up. It's messed up because like, she got beaten up by, by Superboy. Then she gets beaten up by Donna. Cassie is not having it easy, is she? No, no she's not. I'm, I sound like I'm talking to myself here. I do apologize. Jise. Pardon me, sorry. Now, during a battle against Brother Blood and a handful of zombie titans, because they decided that they're going to create a load of zombies, because they're a load of idiots. <laughs> I've read these that I do apologise. Please don't come after me. Anyways, they... She would acknowledge that her powers had been fluctuating and sometimes disappearing altogether. However, despite these problems, she would attempt to help Superboy after he'd been beaten to near death by Superboy Prime. And after saving him, Wonder Girl and the Titans would infiltrate a LexCorp laboratory to find a way to cure Superboy. Because that's what you tried to do to your precious crush. Now, while the other Titans would go to Bloodhaven following an attack from the Society... Cassie would remain at Titan's Tower to watch over Superboy. And when he awoke, the pair of them would reconnect and remember their past in Young Justice, which seemed so much happier and easier. And Connor would take Cassie to Smallville. And apparently, because it was apparently supposed to, they were scared that it was going to be their last night. Things happen. <laughs> I know I'm old enough to say... They just did the deed. I don't, but I'm kind of wary of who's listening and that, you know. Um, let's just say they were getting cheeky with it. <laughs> let's not word it like that. They consonated their love, apparently, even though they're both minors. That makes no sense in my head. Is that even legal? Anyways, um, I'm not a legal expert, so I don't have a clue. Now, Ares, once again, would appear to her and inform her that the reason behind her weakening powers was because Zeus was taking back the powers he had granted to her as he had gone and left the mortal plane. Because Zeus was being a dick. I don't know what happened to Zeus, but Zeus was being a dick, I think, at this time. Anyways, Ares would then offer Cassie some of his power and in exchange become his champion and acknowledge him as her brother. Oh my god, that's so messed up. That's like hate. That's like hanging out with the friend that you know your parents don't approve of. (laughs) Or like going on a date with a guy your parents have said, you're not allowed to see them. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. It's like doing the opposite and she's just rebelling. Anyways, so she would join Superboy and Nightwing up north. Not sure where up north. With her returned powers to assist in the assault of on Lex Luthor's tower. 
and Superboy would sacrifice his life to defeat Superboy Prime and destroy the towers. And he would die, and that's quite sad. I remember, I've read Infinite Crisis. I cried when he died. Now we're going to go into 52 a bit because Cassie, let's just say she's a bit depressed. Um, so directly after Infinite Crisis, the team would fall apart and feeling abandoned by her friends, she would leave the Titans during the time of 52. Following Robin's departure, she would become in a, involved in a cult influenced by Kryptonian culture. And she would set up an altar in Titan's Tower with Kryptonian crystals and a gold figure with the Superman insignia, which meant hope in Kryptonian. Oh my god, Cassie, what were you doing? Don't let a boy overrule your life. Just no. Anyways, um, but soon enough, Ralph Dibney would approach her. Because he, someone had defaced the grave of his wife, Sue, with an upside-down S-shield, which in Kryptonium meant resurrection. But about five days later, her and her fellow court members would re- meet with Ralph. And she would mention that another it was another male f- member who led her to join. I do apologise, give me a minute. Sorry about that. Anyways, so... After, you know, she told them that, you know, they intend to, you know, resurrect. So, she was led to join this cult, and she explained that the goal of the cult was to resurrect Superboy. Cassie, still thinking, what on earth are you doing? Um, And as a test of the process, they intended to resurrect Sue Dimney. And Cassie and Ralph would attend a ceremony designed to resurrect Sue. But Ralph would go suspicious. And with the help of other superheroes, they would disrupt the ceremony, destroying the kryptonite, which was essential to the process. And Cassie Cassie would leave with Devon, blaming Ralph for destroying her chances to resurrect Superboy. And after destroying, stopping, not destroying, stopping Weather Wizard in Metropolis, she would meet Superman and refer to him incorrectly with as Connell, who actually turned out to be Booster Gold in disguise. Because Booster Gold's been a dick in this time. He's travelling through time and causing chaos. Go read 52. <laughs> anyway, I don't mean to whisper. I do apologise. <laughs> now, during one year later... Wonder Girl would be seen attempting to stop Gemini, who was part of the Brotherhood of Evil, from escaping Star Labs with valuable technology, revealing that she had been following the Brotherhood for some time. She also supported a new costume influenced by that by, by that of the late Superboy. She now wore a Golden Age Wonder Woman themed t-shirt and denim jeans, and she would temporarily join the team rejoin the team under the suggestion of cyborg so that they could make combine the forces to defeat the brotherhood of evil and after the team titans and doom patrol defeat the brotherhood of evil she would decide to rejoin the team permanently yay cassie's back (laughs) anyways um so so when she went to tell Robin of her decision, she would decide that his secretive and unsuccessful attempt to bring back Superboy. She would discover it. And though obsessed with having Connor back, Cassie reacts in horror and in an attempt to quell Robin's anger at Cassie, the two would kiss! Oh my god, that's so weird to think about. (laughs) Cassie and Tim Drake Robin kissing. Just no, Cassie. No. But for a while, the two refused to talk about the incident beyond coming to the agreement that it was a mistake, but they both have discussed it with others. But with her life in disarray, Cassie had been having some difficulty with her personal life, often having major confrontations with her mother. And she, Cassie would gain a new friendship with the recently returned Car- 
I mean, Cara Zarel, who she said, who shared with her in mourning the loss of Superboy and Paradise Island or Themyscira, depending on who you ask, <laughs> because nobody can ever make up their minds. However, Cassie was still very mad at Wonder Woman following the events of Infinite Crisis due to her belief that Wonder Woman abandoned her after Connor's death to play secret agent in a new civilian identity that Batman created for her after Infinite Crisis. She was also not pleased that Robin was aware of Diana's whereabouts during the year after Infinite Crisis and did not tell her about it. And Cassie and Diana not being able to discuss their past differences. This would lead to Cassie turning to Supergirl and the now resurrected Donna Troy instead for emotional support dealing with Connor's death. Now, following the resurrection of Jed- Jericho, nearly said Jericho, I mean Jericho, at the hands of Raven, Wonder Girl and Robin request that Raven use the same ceremony to resurrect Superboy. However, Raven could calmly explain that it is not possible because Jericho's resurrection was a special case. Resurrect- Jericho's soul was on still on Earth, imprisoned inside of a computer disk, whilst Connor's had moved on to the afterlife. And in the middle of this conversation with Robin and Raven, Wonder Girl would be captured by Deathstroke's villainous Titans East after an attack by Inertia and Match. Inertia I talked about a bit in my, quite a bit in my Bar Allen episode, so go back and listen to that to know a bit more about Inertia, but I don't plan an Inertia lesson anytime soon. I do not like Inertia at all. Anyways, um, so each member of the Titans East had been recruited to negate a specific Titan. Now, Deathstroke had selected Match, a Bizarro-typed clone of Superboy, to counter Super Wonder Girl due to his strength and his warped visage of being a psychological edge against her. And the Titans would battle furiously against the Titans East, during which they were able to convince Batgirl and Jula Dent to change sides. Unfortunately, the team would be defeated by Slade's team a second time. However, Raven, Cyborg and Dula Dent managed to get aid from Nightwing, Tonna Troy, Beast Boy and Flash, who was Bar Allen at the time. And together the Titans would defeat Slade, who along with Inertia would have managed to escape. And during the fight, Jericho would possess Match, and this team was reluctant to release Match due to the danger he possessed. Poses, should I say. And in the Countdown limited series, Cassie would attend Bart's funeral, and during a heated and controversial eulogy, she would vow to get revenge for Bart's death. Then Cassie would then be end up involved in the invasion on Washington DC by the Amazons. Uh, and Supergirl and Wonder Girl would discover that their friends and family have been placed in an in- internment camp due to their ties to the Amazons. And after a failed attempt to aid them, the two heroes agreed to bring the US president to Queen Hippolyta in order to stop the war. However, they would be ambushed by a group of Amazons in the process, which would cause the president to become mortally wounded. And the actions of the Amazons and Wonder Girl's own involvement would cause public outcry against all those who have followed in Wonder Woman's footsteps. And ultimately, Cassie would declare that despite her training and past, that she is not an Amazon, referring to her ties, preferring her ties to the Team Titans over that of the Amazons, and accepting her decision, Artemis would wish her well and leave Cassie to her own devices. And Cassie would celebrate by kissing, sharing another kiss with Robin in front of her own teammates. But in the following months after the kiss, Cassie and Tim would continue to go through will they won't me for a moment, in which they both continue to con- question the validity of their relationship. And then following a battle against an army of future titans, they would decide not to date. No, not not to date, to date, finally. 
Unfortunately, their relationship would be short-lived, as after their first official date, Cassie would end the relationship because she felt she was using Tim. And this resulted in a growing animosity between the pair, which would bleed into their relationships with the other Titans at the time. Now, Cassie would appear in a six-issue self-titled miniseries, which was written by Jay Torres and art and covers by Sanford Green and Nathan Massengill. And in this series, Wonder Girl would attempt to make up for the mistakes made by the Amazons on her own. And Cassie would adopt a secret identity, taking up the name Drizilla, the same name that was used by Wonder Girl in the 70s TV show of Wonder Woman. However, as she attempted to apprehend a group of mystical beasts left over from the Amazons' attack... (laughs) She finds herself confronted by her half-brother Hercules, because who doesn't like a bit of Hercules in their lives? Anyways, <laughs> and he would claim to want to help her become a true champion of the gods and to rebuild Olympus. But Cassie was reluctant to trust him. But Hercules persisted and chased after Cassie, even taking the form of Superboy in order to get her attention. That really annoys me that Hercules did that. Anyways, but together Hercules and Cassie were trying to discover who was attacking the main, the Olympian gods that were left. But soon into their mid-search they were attacked by the female Furies and Hercules would stop the fight that explaining that he had allied with the Furies in hopes of rescuing the gods or failing that, starting a new pantheon with them. The Furies had their own plans and were only using Hercules to get to Wonder Girl. And they would soon betray Hercules with Bloody Mary. And Bloody Mary I only know as a drink or as we have in England. If you say Bloody Mary three times you will have a nightmare. Or someone will kill you at night. It's a weird myth in England. I don't know if any other countries know about it. Do let me know if you do on Twitter at Lessons81. Um... Or anywhere else. Anyways. The few, like I mentioned. But Bloody Mary would use her bite to gain power over Hercules, forcing him to do what the Furies wanted him to do. The Furies would then kidnap Cassie's mum to lure her into a trap. And aided by the Olympian, Wonder Girl would be forced to fight her own brother. (sighs) Now, the Teen Titans, Empress, Arrowette and Wonder Woman would show up to help as well. But after the Bloody Mary was killed by the new god's killer, Hercules would be freed from her spell and immediately saved Wonder Girl from being kidnapped by the Furies. Hercules would go free after he revealed he is now a demigod and that Zeus released him to help stop the great disaster. And Hercules would then leave to perform certain labours, as in the myth of of Hercules. Anyways, um... This series would then end with Cassie reconciling with Wonder Woman, who would tell Cassie that she has become her own woman. And Cassie would later be attacked by her nephew Lycus, who was the son of Ares. He would attempt to take her title as Ares' avatar along with her power. Although he was successful in stealing Cassie's powers derived from Ares, Cassie would discover that she no longer needed to be blessed with powers from the god as she willed her own inner powers to the surface. And Cassie now possessed a high level of super strength all her own. But Robin would ultimately make the decision to leave the Teen Titans for an undetermined length of time in the aftermath of Batman R.I.P., leaving Cassie with the task of assembling and leading a new team. And after an unsuccessful attempt at having Kid Devil recruiting metahumans such as Clarion, Shining Knight, and the team team members of the Justice Society of America, she would eventually gain three new members in Static Shock Static 
I get confused with static shock and static. I think they're the same person anyways. It gets very confusing. Anyways, um, give me a moment. Aqua Girl would join the team and Kid Eternity. I do apologise. Oh. Now, Kid Eternity's ability to summon the spirits of the deceased briefly tempted Cassie, who considered having him summon Connor's spirit. However, she eventually decided against it, telling Eternity never to grant her such a request, even if she was to beg for it. Now, some late months later, between Final Crisis and The Blackest Night, Kathy would become aware of Connor's rebirth by Brainiac 5's hand. Because Brainiac has been like, oh, I'm going to return people from the dead. Anyways, so despite meeting him briefly at his return, Kathy would decide to wait until Martha Kent herself, who was now sheltering Connor at her place, invited Kathy for dinner, essentially granting Kathy and Connor a date. At first sceptical and fearing to end as Kalana Lang, basically forgotten and replaced as Connor relocated as to Smallville uh, to and, regain, and gained a new circle of friends, she was touched by Connor opening his heart to her about her fears and dreams for their future life and thus decides to tell Connor about herself and Tim Drake. Connor would forgive her very quickly, arguing that even if Cassie still loved him, she could not have known of his impending resurrection in the immediate aftermath of the infinite crisis, so she has nothing to blame. Happily, Cassie would accept the request to rekindle their relationship. Now, due to personal responsibilities, Cassie, neither Connor or Bart could return to the Teen Titans, though Wonder Girl would still continue to lead. However, following the demise of Kid Devil, Cassie began questioning her leadership and began to make mistakes. During a massive battle with Cinderblock in downtown San Francisco, Wonder Girl refused to let her team attack the villain directly, causing massive destruction to the area. Now, the heroes would continue in their fruitless stalemate until Beast Boy arrived and took command of the team, leading them to their victory. And in the aftermath of the battle, Beast Boy would tell Cassie that she has to step down, stop dwelling on Devil's death or more innocent people are going to get hurt. Something that she does not take kindly to. Now, a few days later, Beast Boy would make the decision to move back into Titan's Tower and replace Cassie as the head of the team declaring that they need a more experienced leader to get back on track. Although Cassie initially didn't say anything about it, she became angry and told Beast Boy that no one asked for his help and that she can lead the team just fine. But Beast Boy would simply reply by saying that the Teen Titans need help and that everyone, including Cyborg, thinks so. Now, going into the events of Blackest Night, Cassie would join Kid Flash and Beast Boy as part of a small group of past and present Titans who assemble at Titan's Tower. Lacking assistance from Sat Static, Mish Martian, Blue Beetle, Bombshell and Aqua Girl, each of whom were presumably defending other cities, the team barely survives the onslaught. And after Dawn Granger, Dawn Granger, if you don't know, is Dove, at this time, um, I do tend to get them too mixed up because the lineup change the t- time lineup of Talk and Dove has changed so many times over the years. Anyways, but I believe Dove at this time is uh, not Dove is Dawn is Dove. I do apologise. I'm getting confused in my own head. After she used her abilities to destroy the Black Lanterns, Cassie and the others would travel to Coast City in order to assist Barry Allen and Hal Jordan in their battle with Necron, who was the leader of the Black Lantern Corps. But to the horror of the McGavard heroes, Necron would use his abilities to transform several once-dead heroes into Black Lanterns, including me, Superboy, Kid Flash, Donna and Wonder Woman. And in the ensuing battle... Cassie was killed when Donna Troy violently tore her heart out. However, it was then revealed that the entire battle was an imagination of Wonder Woman and Cassie was shown to still be alive. So when she, when 
Black Lantern would uh, Connor would attack Cassie, all the while attempting to break free from the Black Ring's control. Connor would attack, manage to break the control in temporary laps, short lapses, which he uses to which he uses to alert Cassie about the solution to his Black Ring problem. The battle would move to the fortress, where Cassie realized that Connor was referring to what Connor was referring to when he told them to move to the Fortress of Solitude. Connor's corpse placed where he was where awaits his resurrection in Legion of Free Worlds. Now the Black Ring, confused, would leave the living Connor and try to attach itself to its his corpse. But Connor would awaken his freeze breath ability, which freezes the ring, and Cassie throws it into orbit. And after reconciling, the pair would head back to Co City for the final battle with Necron's army. Give me a moment, I can hear something going on. Now, going into the return of Connor, um, so after the events of Blackest Night, Cassie would travel to New York to travel to confront Cyborg about Beast Boy's statements. He ensured her that she was capable of being a leader and leading the Titans, and she would return to the team and admit, and admit to them that she was done moping over Connor and Eddie. She would then lead the team to the city of Dakota in order to rescue Static, who had been kidnapped by a superhuman gangster by the name of Holocaust. Wow, what an insensitive name. Um, anyways, so... After hearing about a battle to, between Static and Holocaust in downtown Dakota, Cassie would arrive on the scene with Bombshell and Aquagirl. And the three heroines were easily defeated and captured by Holocaust, who then informed them that he planned on killing them and weaponizing their powers in order to sell See, Beast Boy and the other Titans would arrive at the compound to retrieve their comrades, but they would end up being overpowered and they defeated themselves. But at the last second, Cyborg would burst into the compound with Superboy and Kid Flash, preparing to rescue the other Titans. Cassie was soon freed, and she would assist Superboy in holding off Holocaust while the other Titans make their escape. And in the final battle, Cassie would use her lasso to bind the villain, allowing Kid Flash to finish him off by ending, by sending him plummeting into the Earth's inner core. Though thanks to his superhero durability, Static would have remarked that the core would not kill him. And on the plane ride back to San Francisco, Connor would remark that Cassie seemed to be ignoring him. And she simply responds by telling him that she was he was correct. Now Cassie would later travel to Gotham City alongside several of her fellow Titans after Ra's al Ghul began targeting people close to Tim Drake. She would attempt to rescue Barbara Gordon from the members of the League Assassins, but arrived to find that she had already defeated the men that attempted to kill her. Now during the events of Brightest Day, Cassie would confront a recently resurrected Titan by the name of the Orisis when he arrived at Titan's Tower, looking for help from his former teammates. Cassie tried to convince Osiris to turn himself over to the police for the murdering of Persuader during 52, but he angrily brushed her off and fled before Cassie could contact the authorities. Now, Blue Beetle would ask if the Titans should go after him, but Cassie simply replied by saying that Osiris would return and then rhetorically asks, well, where else can he go? Now, after a disastrous mission to another dimension in order to rescue Raven, the t- Titans torn asunder. Miss Martian was rendered comatose. Static is left temporarily depowered and Aquagirl and Bombshell are missing and presumed dead at sea. Despite her pleas for Static to stay, Wonder Girl is ultimately left with a roster consisting with only herself, Superboy, Kid Flash, Raven and Beast Boy. And a short time after this, the Titans would rescue Bombshell and Aquagirl, who were both removed from the team by Wonder Girl. Now, when asked about this decision, as well as the subsequent choice to invite the unstable Rose Wilson back into the team, Wonder Girl would state that the Kid Devil's death has forced her to realise that the inexperienced heroes, teen heroes have no place on the team. 
But at the same time, she would admit to Connor to ha- that she is having trouble reconciling her knowledge as a leader with her fear of losing him again. Now, she would receive a one-shot, which was written by J.T. Coral and drawn by Adriana Me- Mello and covered by Nicholas Scott in January 2011. So that's... Now... That's basically everything because, you know, there's a few changes in the new 52, you know, where she's a criminal and everything and stuff like that. And she was apparently uh, the grandson of Zeus and who was, and her father being the half-brother of Wonder Woman. She, and may for the first time being properly related to Wonder Woman. Anyways. Now, in Rebirth, she would appear, you know, from the Titans Tomorrow Future in the present timeline of Rebirth, of, like, alongside the other members of the team in question. And she would appear in the Young Justice series that came out with Rebirth. So, Kate, Cassie's basically back to normal. She's pretty much the, the same as she was pre-New 52. So, going into her powers and abilities, she would originally... So, as I mentioned, she received, you know, different artefacts from Artemis during her time as Wonder Woman. And I talked about what the items she she received, but they gave her the powers of strength and flight and speed and flight, respectively. And she would eventually be granted similar abilities by Zeus as her fourth fondest wish. Discouraged by previously shown arrogance in his children, Ares and Hercules, Zeus also blessed Cassandra's mother with the ability to take away her powers for a time via a simple touch. Now, shortly after joining the Teen Titans, as I mentioned, she was approached by Ares and given her own magic lasso. But Cassandra Cassie's was a weapon that channeled Zeus's lightning when she became mad and, you know, all things like that. So she'd lose her powers and everything when the gods disappeared after Infinite Crisis. And she would use, you know, she... she He was not pleased with her being his champion, Ares. He would return another to take her place. And during the battle of Ares, her son Lycus, King Lycus, who also drew power from him, Cassie was able to cast away her connection to the war god and tap into her own powers as a demigod like her brother Hercules. Now, her real powers would increase to an even greater level of strength than before. Now, currently having tapped into her own demigodness powers, she's an Olympian powerhouse. Although she is not as powerful as Wonder Woman or Dominus Troy, Cassie is still a powerful young woman. Her lasso has apparently also changed, enabling her to turn Lycus into dust with a simple order. Yes, Cassie. You fucking badass. I do apologise for my language. I really like Cassie, as you can... You might not be able to tell, but I do like Cassie. She is cool, even though she spends far too much time moping over Superboy. She should stop doing that, by the way. Anyways, so... But she was also trained by the Amazon Artemis, and she was well trained in the use of various weapons and in martial arts, so different martial arts. And she's also a very capable leader and strategist. And during the New 52, her powers would change again and all that. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the New 52, so I don't really like to talk about the New 52. So that's basically everything on Cassie Sands, Mark. So, I'm going to go into a bit of recommended reading first. So, for my recommended reading, I am going to go for... I do apologise, I just have a very sore chest at the minute. Um... Just give me a minute. For my first recommended reading, I am going to go for Amazon's Attack, which is a six-issue mini-limited series that was written by Will Pfeiffer and penciled by Pete Woods, where basically the Amazons, you know, invade DC and they 
but we see Cassie, you know, trying to be the peacemaker between these two countries because the rest of the Amazons have took a side. Um, the humans, you know, in DC, not DC, Washington have took their side, and then you have Cassie and Supergirl, you know, trying to get the two sides to meet and stop the war. So quite that's quite interesting to i think that will be an interesting read i'm not saying it'll be the best read but it might be interesting to see i'm also going to recommend her self-titled mini series by jay torres and with art and covers by samford green and nathan massengill and where she would attempt to make up for the mistakes made by the amazons and she would take on the name Drusilla but and meet her brother Hercules. <laughs> I think it will be a good read, so you can go read that. And my final recommendation. What is going to be my final recommendation? This is going to this is so tough. Anyways, um Just give me a moment, sorry. Um, And for my final recommendation, I am going to recommend the Wonder Girl one-shot from 2011. Um, I don't know what exact... I've not read this one-shot, so I don't know much about it. So I do apologise. So I'm going to go into a bit of a discussion about Cassie... My first question about Cassie is, was she just created for there to be another sidekick and because there was this second generation? I think... I think she partly was... But she partly wasn't. There was a lot more thought put into Cassie's creation, I think, than there was Donna's. I think that's what makes Cassie different from Donna in that way. Cassie was genuinely thought as as a, a character, whereas Donna wasn't for a number of years. You know, she was just known as Wonder Girl. She didn't even have a name, which I think is quite sad. Cassie, to me... When I think of Wonder Girl, I do think of Cassie. Because Cassie is the Wonder Girl most have known for most of their lives. You know, Cassie has been, is my Wonder Girl. I didn't even know Donna had been Wonder Girl. So for me, it's always been Cassie. Blonde Wonder Girl. I know most will be like, oh my god, another blonde. <laughs> It makes a difference because most people associated with Wonder Woman have had dark hair. And I do apologise to anyone with dark hair. This is not meaning to sound mean. I'm just making a point. Um, which leads to my second question. Do I think we'll ever see Cassie in a movie, in live action? My answer this is a very hard one because I think she could work but my answer would have to be no because I've said this about a few sidekicks now the second generation of sidekicks from the 90s and the early 2000s in particular you know like 90s early 2000s and that um I think when we you think of you know sidekicks, sidekicks to me the, the ones that I think we'll see in live action are the first generation and the third generation. The third generation being Damian Wayne Robin, you know Jackson High Aqualad, you know sidekicks like that, and the first generation being the original Teen Titans. The second generation, and I've said this about a few second generation sidekicks. We'll not see that generation because they are so far down the line. And I don't think we'll get that far down the line that we'll see these characters. 
So I think that's the and I think that's a big part of why I don't think we'll ever see Cassie Sands Mark in a movie or in live action. I think she'll get some animation love, but even then I think the Wonder Girl that they'll go with is Donna Troy. And I think that's kind of sad because Donna Troy has not been Wonder Girl for a long time. People do not associate Donna Troy with Wonder Girl anymore. She has her own identity. So the fact that Cassie hasn't had the same love as Donna has in live action or in animation, I think is kind of sad because it's like most people when you ask them, who is your Wonder Girl? Many people I've asked have said Cassie Sandsmark. Or they'll be like, oh, the blonde girl, what's her name? Oh, Cassie, yeah, her. And I think because she is part of this second generation of sidekicks, that from the 90s and the early 2000s, and throughout the 2000s, should I say, because they're, they're all still running around. Anyways, but I think because we'll never see that second generation, I think that's a big part of why we'll never see Cassie. And I think that's... And like I said, I think that's kind of sad. But for my... And this goes into my next question. Do I like the way Cassie was portrayed after, you know, the death of Superboy? Not so much. Because I understand there is the five stages of grief, they say. But I think she spent so long devoured by that grief. It made it hard for people to take her seriously as a hero. Hard to take her seriously as a character because they were like, oh dear, how mopey's Cassie going to be today? And I do apologise to any Cassie Sandsmark fans. Please don't come after me. I'm just stating my thoughts and my opinions when I answer these questions. So that's basically everything on Cassie Sandsmark. So stick around for my sum up tweet on Cassie and until next time, bye. So here is my sum up tweet for Cassie Sandsmark. Cassie Sandmark, the Wonder Girl with the potential to do great things if she'd spent less time in the 2000s chasing one guy. Beware though, as a relative of Zeus, she is someone not to mess with in the heat of battle. <laughs>